we are trying to create a world where you know people will be able to share new experience travel learn new culture understand you know each other and you know create a better society technology is transforming how we think how we lead and how we win from intervision this is status go the show helping IT leaders move beyond the status quo, master their craft, and propel their IT vision. Today, we are catching up with Danny Manu. You may recall Danny from a previous episode of Status Go. Danny is a serial entrepreneur who, as a child, lived in the UK and Ghana. He became a music producer at the age of 17 and as an adult, became an inventor, a manufacturer of audio products to help enhance people's lives and our sense of community. The last time Danny was on the show, he foreshadowed a new product to be announced at CES 2022. Well, guess what? CES 2022 has happened. So now Danny's here to talk about their new product called Titan. So welcome back to the show, Danny. Thank you very much for having me, Jeff. Super, super excited to see you guys again. <laughs> very excited to talk about this, this new product. Uh, before we get into that, though, can you give us a, a little bit about your background and what got you to where you are today? For those listeners who may not have heard the first episode that we, yeah. that we did a few months back. Yeah, sure, absolutely. So um, again, Jeff, thank you very much for the quick introduction. Uh, I'm Danny Manu, um, and my background mainly, I started my journey in the music industry at a very, very, very young age. And I've always had a very strong passion for technology, um, how to bring people together. I love culture and I love traveling. So, you know, I, come up, I came up with um, an innovative solution to enable people to communicate and also share new experience. And since then, I've I've followed that passion. It's something that I'm super, super passionate about, and I give it 100%. Yeah. So that's a little bit <laughs> about, about me. Yeah. And do I remember correctly that your first product was uh, inspired by your daughter? Do I remember that properly? Absolutely. Yes, it did. Yeah, that was a, a tiny Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's awesome that it that it's grown from that into what is now a pretty big deal based on what's gone on with your product that we talked about last time, Click. Yeah. And again, for those who who didn't hear that episode, Click is a set of earbuds that in real time will translate uh, 37 different languages languages so that you can understand what people are saying to each other, right? Correct, correct, yeah. So let's talk about the new product, Titan. Tell us a little bit about that product and what you're hoping to do with that in the market. Absolutely. So, I mean, we are really, really excited about Titan and We've spent years developing such an innovative uh, uh, solution. And, you know, when we were developing Titan, we were looking at the challenges we are having as humans. What can we do to, to make it, you know, to, to, to support our lives, basically? And that's how I invent my products. I always look at what can we do to make our life better? And then I come up with solutions to do that. And with Titan, it is the world first earbud that 
you could use that without your phone. So technically, Jeff, you could actually be, you can go to the gym or you can go for a walk, or let's say you've had, you know, you just want to have less screen time. You could actually do all the stuff mm -hmm. you are doing on your phone without your phone with you, right? So you can make phone calls, oh. you can, can send text messages, you can receive calls, you can even stream your music all without your phone, you put your phone completely switched off. And we are using um, the first eSIM technology that made this possible. So it connects to a network to make all these features possible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Does it connect somehow with your phone for the cellular service or does it have cellular service built into it? It's got cellular service built into it. So it's an LT, it's got its own eSIM uh, chipset on there as well. Gotcha. And the reason why we use uh, eSIM chipset as well was to reduce the plastic waste in normal SIM card. So this is actually a chip uh -huh. version, which is embedded on the product. I, that means you'll be able to have multiple numbers without actually having multiple physical SIM cards, right? <laughs> and the way to activate yeah, it is yeah. really simple. You contact your mobile network operator. I just tell them you need your eSIM profile. They will give that to you. You upload it on the device and you are good to go. You'll be able to use our own voice assistant, which is my Manu. So you said, okay, my Manu, uh -huh. call Jeff and then this, the product will call you. Yeah. Ah, okay. So I'm, I'm not necessarily paying for two cell phone accounts. It's leveraging my existing account with AT&T or Verizon or whoever. This will really depend on the type of network. So, I mean, we've been talking to a lot of okay. network uh, in the current month and some of them will be willing to, you know, merge it to whatever you currently have. That's the plan you currently have. Some might have a little add-on fee that you have to pay for that. But that side of things is really in the hands of the network. But we are working with them to come up with something that will, you know, tick the box for everyone. Yeah. 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 So am I correct in understanding that it also has the translation capabilities that Click has built in? Absolutely. And even way better. And when I say way better, ah. um, you would be able to do all the virtual stuff we are doing from, you know, if you're using any virtual, if you're doing any virtual meeting. So imagine being able to translate on a virtual platform. Um, also, the actual translation is embedded on the actual device. So you don't really need mm -hmm. your phone or anything like that. Um, and we've seen some few organizations that are, you know, coming up with workshop, um, educational programs that are willing to use it because once you have it around your neck or in your ear and it's connected, that's it. You don't need any extra device or anything like that. You just set the language you want to hear and that's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, if I had a Titan, um, yeah. I could call my buddy Laurent Ricard, who lives in uh, outside of Paris, and I he could speak French to me, and I could I would be hearing it in English. Absolutely, right? because of the way Titan is yeah. developed. Yeah, so Titan has actually got the whole translation embedded in the actual product. So mm -hmm. you know all the audio coming through, it will translate to you. Yeah. Now he would have to have one for it to translate my English to his French. Correct. At the moment. Yeah. Okay. But we, we are hoping that in future we will be able to get your audio translated to him as well. So he doesn't really oh, wow. 
need to, yeah so that's uh, something that we are working on at the moment we hope yeah that that will be part of the multiple updates we have planned for titan yeah yeah there, there are yeah. so many cool I, things we have planned yeah i love the the description that i was reading about my menu uh because i went back to refresh my memory as well and part of what drives you in in your company is a way to build community by breaking sure. down the language barriers. What what inspired you to to take this path? I think it's people, really. Everyone. <laughs> I love I, <laughs> I love people, <laughs> and I love culture, and I love traveling, and. You know, as a traveler, one thing I've always come across, which is a challenge, is always communication. I remember traveling and at some point, you know, I think it was China or somewhere like that, but the culture was really beautiful and I was trying to get a better understanding of it so that I can really connect to the people. But it was impossible because of language. And also businesses is the same. I mean, we've seen so many businesses nowadays that want to go global, uh, but it's only the main cities that speak English. I mean, English is widely, you know, around yeah. pretty much everywhere in the world, but it's only within the cities. If you go to the rural areas or the villages, you're not going to get anyone speaking English. And I think yeah. that is where that's where the disconnection is. That's where we lose, you know, the culture and we lose the understanding. So we are trying to create a world where, you know, you know, people will be able to share new experience, travel, learn new culture, understand, you know, each other and, you know, yes, create a better society. Yeah. I've really enjoyed travel my, myself. Uh, I've had the blessing to be able to, to travel to a lot of different countries. And what I find is exactly what you're saying is that English is taught in so many schools outside uh, the United States and the UK. Uh, so a lot of people do know uh, English where here in the United States, we don't really spend a lot of time focusing on learning other people's language. And what one of the things that I learned years ago, I, I had a team of, of mine that was located in Paris. Uh, and I spent, I don't know, four or five years studying French because French. it broke down so many so many walls, right? Even yeah, yeah. even if I would just butcher the language, right? I, I'd try to say something and I would just totally screw it up. But but it still broke down the barrier, right? Because exactly. I tried. And and yes, they would laugh at me, and yes, they would correct me. But then they just they'd accept me and start talking English. But again, to your point, once you get out in the countryside it's not so prevalent. It's not so easy no. yeah. for that. So I, I think this is just such a great tool to help with that. Yeah. And, you know, talking about that, I've also seen the same thing on the actual translation software, which is my Juno, the, uh, the chat one. Um, it, it comes with click S, by the way. Okay. We have seen, I, I personally use it myself. So there, there was a a company that wanted to distribute our product they, they are based in japan and there was english was a, a red flag because uh, it's purely japanese so what we did was we actually sent them an email and then got them to download the marginal application and then up to now could you believe that we now transact all our business 
in terms of them, you know, buying our product, we do everything using the Marjino app. We chat on it oh, wow. because when I send a message to them, they are able to receive the message in their own language and vice mm -hmm. versa. When they send me a message, I receive it in English. And sometimes they record a voice memo in Japanese, send it to me. And then when I play it back, it's, it's in English. So I could see that, you know, if we, we keep, you know, doing this, getting feedback from the community, improving it, we would be able to create, you know, a very strong uh, tool that will make people's life easier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and this, this translation software is getting better and better and better, right? It used, yeah. it used to be, you know, hey, you could go to Google Translate, right? And you type something in and it translates it. And yeah, it translates it, but it sometimes misses the actual meaning of what you were yeah. trying to say, right? Because it doesn't couldn't translate everything. But it's getting so much better over the last couple of years. And I assume you all are still investing on continuing to improve that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, with the with the advancements of technology, artificial intelligence, we are pre and machine learning, we are really doing a lot here. And like you said before, you know, sometimes yet we put a message in, but the meaning is not quite there. It's more to do with the intelligence. So uh, we have discovered that and with artificial intelligence and machine learning, I think we can do a lot. And I could see that in the coming years, translation, this translation software we are building will be pretty much top notch. Uh, yeah, as far yeah. as uh, understanding goes, yeah. Is there a, this is probably getting way into the weeds because I'm really interested in this technology. Uh, is there a delay as it translates? Because a lot of languages, the sentences are structured differently, right? So you have to yeah. you have to hear more words before you can put the verb in front of the noun or the noun in front of the verb kind of thing. So the way the system works is it, once there is a sentence in whatever you are saying, it will translate. So as I speak, if there's a sentence, it will translate it. We can get it to translate yeah. as you speak, but it's more about making sure that what you are saying makes sense because based yeah. on depending on how you say it, it could mean something different it could mean something else right so right, right. The, the it, it works at the moment it works like having your own personal translator with you whereby as you speak they understood exactly what you are trying to you know communicate and also uh, and then translate yeah. yeah have you seen a use case in the court system I work with the, the court system here in Indiana, here in the United States. And one of the things that they have to do is provide a translator for people yeah. who are coming into court for whatever reason who don't speak English. Um, yeah. So have you seen that as a use case for your products yet? Yes, we've, we've seen a lot of interest from um, the hospitality industry, legal, medical, law enforcement. A lot of them mm -hmm. have uh, contacted us. And we are now working on a um, specific language pack for that industry because there are a few technical words that are only recognized in a specific industry, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, if you're a developer or if you are... I don't know if you're an engineer working in a CNC industry, there's few words and terms that are yeah. not local. So what we have been doing in the past years is coming up with language packs. Now the language packs will be applied to a specific industry. So let's say if you are 
in the law enforcement industry or medical industry, there are certain words that you the system will recognize because we will give you that yeah. that pack. Yeah. Oh, that that's interesting. We spent about six months doing a, a pilot run with their uh, with the Myret group. There was a program going on, I think, a couple of years ago. Uh, it's called the Myret Testbed Program. So we were very excited to be selected to be part of that program. And during that program, we were able to understand, you know, how the, the this, this solution will work well in their industry, and also the sort of words and you know, jargons and all that kind of stuff that are used in that mm -hmm. industry so that we can come up with the right translation for that. Yeah. And I assume with the IT industry, you figured out a way to deal with all the acronyms that we like to talk. About. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. As humans, we'll be inventing words every single day. So, you know, yeah. that's what I'm saying. We are really excited about you know artificial intelligence and machine learning because of these technologies this means as we come up with you know random words as humans we will, uh -huh. we will be able to train the system as well yeah that's right when, when our kids teach us a brand new word that shows my <laughs> exactly <age. laughs> i want to switch gears a little bit and your announcement of titan you yes. foreshadowed that for us the last time that you were going to do that at ces so a lot of our audience maybe has attended CES, or at least some of our audience has, but probably not very many have done a product announcement there. Yeah. Can you talk us through what that was like, just the experience of being there, announcing Titan, and then uh, as we were talking beforehand, maybe some of what you learned coming away from that? Uh, it was exciting, Jeff. It was, um, I think, one of the proud moments in my life uh, because we worked really hard on Titan in the past year, you know, taking into account we are a small team trying to create very innovative solution, something that has not never been done before. Um, you know, to actually showcase it, talk about it, uh, get the feedback from uh, the, the announcement, it was brilliant. What, one of the things that I was a bit concerned about was COVID because uh, there was a few restrictions, mm -hmm. but honestly, it wasn't that bad at all. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. the turnout was really great. Uh, we did a live, uh, a live transmission as well, so people were able to watch it on on our social media, uh, which was really good. And then, you know, we had a a demo session whereby people, you know, come around and and test the product. Also, one of the proudest moments was, or something that really touches my heart, was a lady. Um, she's from the visually impaired industry, and she was a journalist and. You know, she 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 walked straight to the booth with uh, an assistant, and the lady said, "You know, this product, you will be able to use it to make phone calls and also send text messages, even stream all your music, and translate all without your phone. All you have to say is, okay, my manu, call Danny or call Jeff.'" And instantly, she was like frozen. She was like super excited. She says, "You know, Danny, we have been looking for something like this for years." And you should understand why, because we can't see. We don't, you know, on mobile phones, yeah. we need to use sounds to, to send messages and all that kind of stuff. So having a device that will enable me to do all the stuff I'm doing on my phone with just my voice, this is like, mm -hmm. you know, it's amazing. And I was really, I was really touched by that because I realized, you know, not 
what we had in mind in terms of creating products to enable people to stay away from their phone or you know still stay connected to people whilst they're in the gym there's another use cases that is actually helping people that are blind to be able to yeah. you know uh, go about their daily lives you know making phone calls yeah. and staying connected uh, with, with people so that, that was one of the i would say the key highlights of yeah. <laughs> of the yeah. event for, yeah. for me yeah well, and that's got to be so exciting to learn of a new use case that you hadn't really thought about yeah. as you were going through product development and that it ends up solving solving these other problems. Um, is that something that as you continue with your product development, you'll now kind of incorporate that industry, that lens into what you're doing? and maybe uh, add additional features absolutely because the way we the way i normally invent product is i don't just invent product to show my power in terms of how good i am in coding mm -hmm. or you know stuff like no it's more about you know what value am i giving people with this product you know, is it a me too product or me also coming up with a product to sell, to make money, or I'm actually solving a problem. Now yeah. we know that we have solved a huge problem in the visually impaired industry, uh, among other problems we are solving. So we will include this uh, category in, in future R&D. And, you know, as we yeah. implement new features, we will have that in, in our mind. That will, that will always be there. And, and we get people involved in our product development as well. We, we get your feedback, you know, uh, what they intend to use it for, and also discover new use cases that we are not aware of mm -hmm. and see if we yeah. can, you know, even make that better. Yeah. Well, and I assume as more people learn about the product, you're going to learn about more use cases because they're going to come forward and say, this really solves this problem for me. I, I think that's fabulous. I, I wanted to ask about the live announcement that you made and you streamed it. Is it available somewhere that uh, our listeners could go watch? Yes. So if you, if you go on our website um, or on YouTube and you search my Manu special event, you should be able to watch it. It's called My Manu Special Event Titan. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And we will be sure and provide that link in the show notes so that okay. uh, our listeners can just click through. What else can you share with us about this experience of CES? I know it was not your first time there, but this was a pretty big launch. Yeah. How long did it take you to prepare? What all was involved in that? And just that a little bit about that process for those of us yeah. who want to live vicariously through you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Trust me, it was a, the process was oh god, it was it was a, it was a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was the first time, Jeff, and you know, I believe it, I like learning new things. Um, mm -hmm. But again, we were a small team and we're trying to do something in the middle of pandemic. Uh, we were not too sure, even if you know. We were, even if we can go there or not, because by that time, Omicron was pretty much, you know, in the picture. Everyone was talking about Omicron, yeah, you know. Yeah. So yeah. trust me, we were we were not too sure if it was going to happen or not, but we still have to prepare. So we start the preparation somewhere in October, you know, making sure we get all the filming gears we will need, 
in terms of uh, booth to display the product to enable people to test it? How are we going to go about it, taking into account this COVID? Do we need to restrict people from, you know, actually using the product or do we have to clean it anytime, you know? So yeah. it was a very intense process. Uh, and I think, again, it's, it was due to COVID. Uh, but we were able to collaborate with some few partners that made that process a little bit simpler for us. Uh, so yeah. we, we had some few guys in the US, in Las Vegas, and they were able to do a lot of the activities for us, you know. So by the time we got there, a lot of the things are already in place. Um, the backdrop, all the stuff we need on the stand was also there. And yeah. uh, we got there two days before the actual event as well, just to buy us more time to correct anything that is, you know, out of place or anything that is not right. Um, mm -hmm. That that really helped. And then again, it's more about the pre, uh, I would say the pre-launch activities, you know, trying to make people aware that this, there's something happening at CES, so please tune in. If you cannot be at CES, just watch us on live and show some support. And you know, this is what we are doing, and that side of things as well. Yeah, it had to be. Um, you know, CES. There's just so much going on, and how do you oh, how do you lot. grab grab attention uh, and get people focused? So I'm I'm sure that was a a huge undertaking. I want to ask you a personal question: Were you nervous? about about always, getting always. up and doing this <laughs> always nervous but also super super excited <laughs> yeah so, yeah. Um, yeah i just i just can't imagine uh, getting up and doing that that had to be yeah. pretty scary and and also uh one jeff one thing i've realized is you know when you are when you create something very innovative and it's solving a problem you tend to get support uh, from the community. Um, let's say, you know, if I was to do the same, another ClickS, and you know, people already know about ClickS. There's a bit of innovation, but I see innovation as you know, changing the way we do things or you know, solving a particular problem. But this one was a huge, I would say, uh, uh, yeah, it was a big innovation because there, mm -hmm. there's nothing like. Tight, tightening at all, and taking into account that you know all the big organizations that people might think, oh, they might be the one coming up with such a product, but it's coming from someone like myself or uh, or a young entrepreneur or, or a startup. People were willing to see what we can really, you know, showcase or what it's all about, right? Yeah. So yeah. that that also helped. Yeah, that also helped. Yeah. Well, we are we are running up on time, and you know from being on the show the last time that I always love to end with a call to action. Now, Absolutely. before I ask you for your call to action, I'm <laughs> going to give my own call to action to our to our audience, and I'm going to give you two calls to action to our listeners. One is go back and listen to the first episode that we recorded with Danny and learn more about his story, learn more about his company and the way he was able to bootstrap it and get these products off the ground. I think you will be inspired by his story. My second call to action is to go listen to that product launch and try to put yourself in the shoes of the audience listening to it live. Try to put yourself in the shoes of Danny presenting this live and uh, learn more about the product that way. 
So I encourage you to go do that. Now, Danny, it's your turn. Yes. So uh, I'll keep my one. <laughs> it's not going to be two. <laughs> so, so my call to action will be, please, guys, uh, do check myamanu.com out. Go to our website. Learn more about Titan or even click us. If there's any way you can support us, i.e. even sharing this podcast uh, to your friends for them to listen to it or sharing our product to get the product out there. I will be super, super excited and I'll appreciate it as well. You can follow me on Instagram as well. It's official Danny, Danny Manu or on LinkedIn. Thank you. Excellent. And we will put links to uh, his social media accounts as well as links to uh, mymenu.com. We'll put those all in the show notes so it'll make it really easy for you to, to click and, and learn more about Danny and his products. Danny, I got to thank you, man. I really thank appreciate you. you taking the time. I'm so glad Nicole reached out to us because this has been uh, a real pleasure catching <laughs> up with you and learning about Titan. Awesome. Thank you very much, Jeff. Thank you for having me. Yeah. To our listeners, if you want to learn more, visit intervision.com. The show notes will provide all the links that we talked about in this show, as well as links to, uh, to Danny's contact information through LinkedIn and Instagram. Thank you very much for listening. You've been listening to the Status Go podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or get more information at intervision.com. If you'd like to contribute to the conversation, find InterVision on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter. Thank you for listening. Until next time.